Welcome to Space Bar. I'm your host, Josh Nason. Our first episode features Matthew Dicker, Manager Global Brand Sponsorship at Scotiabank. Matthew shares his insight into how he's nurtured strong relationships with his team, how his productivity has been affected working from home in the pandemic, his opinion on whether or not we should be back in the office, and more. We're excited to be sharing this podcast with you. Subscribe today on your favorite platform and join us at the Space Bar. And now introducing our first guest on Space Bar, Matthew Dicker. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am honored to be here. Well, let's jump right in. So tell me a little bit about what you do for work. Great question. I work at the Bank of Nova Scotia, also known as Scotiabank, uh, down here in Toronto, Ontario. And I've worked at the bank now for the last three years uh, in our hockey sponsorship department. So it's a pretty interesting role within the bank that I'm actually a part of the larger uh, Canadian marketing team. And of that uh, subset, there's sponsorship, which is a function of marketing. So uh, I've worked on our team now, as I said, for three and a half years in a variety of different roles, spanning from community to partnerships, and now most recently brands. So uh, I am currently responsible for everything that you or any Canadian might see on uh, any one of our partner channels or broadcast uh, placements or any anywhere that uh, Scotiabank sort of buys media placement. Uh, that creative that we're putting in those placements falls somewhere under my team. Very, very cool. So tell me, uh, how do you do work right now, whether it's virtually or in person um, with an office or what's, what's your setup like these days? Yeah, I think like most of the bank uh, and most of the world for that matter, definitely within Canada for the last 16 months, ever since, uh, you know, the pandemic first started, I've been working uh, in the comfort of my own home. I feel very grateful that I have a house that uh, my wife and I, who is also working from home, can sort of divide and conquer in terms of uh, spaces as we need to work. And um, I definitely feel for my friends and loved ones who are working in smaller uh, apartments or smaller situations that are it's just a little bit more challenging to get work done. But ever since the pandemic first started, I think that our team has adapted so well to uh, working from home. Um, we get on calls with different groups within the bank who don't put on their video, but I'm grateful to my team who has always gone video on since the beginning of the pandemic. I think that when it first started, it was kind of like this cool thing of like, hey, look, like, you know, we see each other on video and that, and that was really cool, but also a way for us to continue to connect we were very much that team that uh, would go for a drink after work or hang out on weekends and try to see each other and form a relationship outside of work. Cause I think that that's when the best work is done. So I'm grateful that obviously once we were unable to see each other safely in person, everyone transitioned to this virtual environment pretty seamlessly. Um, we might chat, talk about challenges later on, but I think that some of the challenges that came along with working from home was not only finding like a good space to actually get your work done, but was finding ways to collaborate effectively. Our team and, and the way that our, our physical office space worked at the bank was uh, hoteling. So very much a completely open concept office, no assigned seating, tons of collaboration areas. I miss those collaboration areas so much because we were very much a team that when we had a project that needed to get done, we would sit in a room with a whiteboard, put all of our ideas on a whiteboard and sort of naturally let uh, you know our collaboration flow from there. So I definitely miss that. But uh, again, I feel grateful that I have a space that I can work and ultimately we didn't have a choice. I had to work from home. That's where we were forced with the pandemic. So uh, I've adjusted pretty well. It was definitely weird at first, but uh, I think now it'll be an adjustment to when and if I actually go back into the office one day. 
Absolutely. Um, have you found yourself being any more productive or less productive in your opinion, uh, since you've started working from home? It's, it's a good question. I think that the nature of my job is that since I work in hockey sponsorship, I, I naturally have like these ebbs and flows that come along with the National Hockey League season. So we work very cyclically with the NHL season so that when the NHL season kicks off, we're super busy. And then when the NHL season is rolling, we kind of sort of table down a little bit. When playoffs come, we get busy again. So from a productivity perspective, I, I haven't found that I have a lack of productivity. I think that that notion of that, you know, letting employees work from home and that your productivity as an organization would go down the drain was definitely uh, abolished or was no longer a fear uh, of, of at least our organization uh, several months into the pandemic. I think that we found it was actually quite the opposite, that people were working more so now than ever because they always had access to their laptop, always felt that they needed on to be on call, and quite frankly, just had People, not necessarily myself, but I found that people had difficulties completely disconnecting because you were always technically in your office. And that's the funny part with the pandemic is that we eat where we work, where we sleep, where we hang out. It's all within one physical space. So uh, I, I was not that necessarily that person who encouraged employees or my, my colleagues not to contact me, but it was important for our team to differentiate that work and life, considering that there was now more so than ever a blend of work and life because they were one and the same. So to go back to the original question, I think productivity for me personally has not been impacted, uh, nor has it been at the bank. I think it'll be more of an adjustment going back to the office um, and having those distractions in place that don't necessarily exist right now, like going downstairs to grab a coffee somewhere in the path. Um, that will be a little bit of, of an adjustment when it's time to go back. Right. Yeah. To that point, I think the line between work and not work gets super blurry for myself. It's just behind the door behind me. It's the rest of my life. So it's interesting to be able to set those boundaries for yourself and set the boundaries for your team, but then also to acknowledge that some people are working in different spaces than you are and don't have that. It's not as easy as closing a door. It, it could be right next to you. And uh, I was grateful to move into a space where I could have a dedicated office about halfway through this. But before that, my whole life was in one room and being able to uh, close it off now, I'm finding my productivity and my ability to just focus a little bit uh, stronger since then. Yeah. And, and, and neither of us have kids. And I feel for my colleagues who have children or have other, you know, maybe they're caring for a grand, uh, a mom or a dad or someone else in their lives that for them to, to try to turn off is something that they have to do because they had to take advantage of, you know, they had to care for other people. Right. For us, like I have my to-do list. It's not getting any smaller if I'm not working. So for me, the drive to continue working even in, into the evening is there because I love my job and I want to get my work done. But also it's so important to like disconnect, find some time to go, you know, watch some Netflix or, or, or get outside now that the weather's nice. Um, that's been the most, uh, the, the hardest part, but also, uh, when you're able to find that release, maybe the more rewarding part of like, I just had a full day of work and now I can kind of relax as a result. This episode of Space Bar is proudly brought to you by Hilo. Hilo is a software solution used by building operators to attract tenants, boost revenues, and streamline operations by creating connected, engaged, and informed building communities. Building operators need to connect to their tenants now more than ever before, recognizing that people will be working from anywhere, including the home, forever. 
Unlike apps that silo one building, the Hilo Tenant Experience Network is the only solution that connects people to their building communities, neighborhood, and city where they work, live, or visit. To learn more about Hilo, visit HiloApp.com. If you had the choice to work from home forever, would you want to? Forever, my answer would be no. Like I, I, I've heard from some of my colleagues who are hesitant to go back to the office. I miss the office and I miss the collaboration as I spoke to at the beginning that came uh, as a part of working on a team. Um, do I ever want to go back to the office five days a week full time? The answer is no. I want the flexibility to work from home because I know that I'm more effective and more productive at home as I work on certain projects. But there's also so many projects that I just know when we currently work on it, it takes 10 emails, 14,000 like Microsoft team messages to get done. Whereas if I'm in the office space physically with my colleagues, I know how to get that done. Um, I think the challenge of working for such a large organization is inherently the loophole or the, the approvals that we need to go through to get anything to market. Um, we are very fortunate to work uh, with large budgets, but also with large reach. And I think that with that is a blessing and a curse because yes, we get to work on some really cool projects, but nothing gets approved or nothing goes to air without um, a lot of eyeballs in the organization doing their job to make sure that it's approved and that we've gone through the right channels to get it, you know, ultimately to air. So I miss that about the office and that productivity is only, I believe, accomplished in a physical setting altogether. So I look forward to going back to the office one day, but I hope that it will not be full-time. Amazing. Um, tell me what has been your source of positivity or something that's been motivating you since this pandemic started. I know it's been, you know, ebbs and flows, like you were saying of workload, but also ebbs and flows as far as, um, restrictions and, um, being able to see other people and socializing and some of those things that kept us motivated, but what's been sort of your main focus or source of positivity? Yeah, I think. I'll answer it as a twofold. Like I think my source of positivity from a work perspective has actually been trying to navigate this uncharted territory that has been the pandemic. Um, I work, as I said, in the sports industry and much like the rest of the world, the sports industry was completely turned on its head when the pandemic first started. The first memory that I have of, of kind of like that, oh, wow moment that we're going into a downward spiral was when the NBA announced that they were postponing their season indefinitely. And the NHL, followed suit. And since all of my work is really done with the NHL, a lot of our assets, which is sort of the, the prime responsibility of, of my team of, of managing these assets no longer existed. We no longer had fans in the stands. Um, we no longer had so many of our experiences uh, that were able to happen. So although it sounds doom and gloom, like navigating that was actually kind of like a cool experience. And one that I think that all of my colleagues uh, will take away like so many amazing learnings from. So that was a positive. I think that from a personal perspective, a positive of the pandemic has been like this cliche of like uh, further connecting with friends and family in a way that I don't think we ever did before. I think that I think back pre-pandemic to the number of times that I called my mom or dad on FaceTime just to say hello was probably I could count on one hand. Whereas now it's something that we do routinely, right? It's like we feel that again, right? We're talking on video right now, or I talk with my colleagues all the time on video. Like I need this face-to-face -face communication to to form a relationship or, or, or 
or maintain a relationship with someone. And my parents are no different than that. So I think that even when, when we mix in, like now I FaceTime with my grandmother, who's like a blessed nine, 90 year old woman who is on FaceTime. And yes, all we do is see her forehead and her, her sweet voice. But I think that, uh, it's a positive that has come out of it. And I hope that's something that doesn't go away, even as people become more comfortable seeing each other in a physical setting. I just hope that uh, that positive of, of that connection uh, never, never goes away. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a, a newfound appreciation for having your video on, on a call, as you were saying, your team does. I know I've been on a number of calls over the last year where folks keep their video off because of bandwidth or whatever issues. And it, it definitely um, takes away a big part of understanding the nuance of a conversation or reading body language, even if it's just from the shoulders up, but definitely um, the FaceTimes with the family have been uh, very, very important and routine on this end too. Um, we're going to jump into our last little rapid fire round here. So where would you like to travel when we are able Oh, that is such a good question because I miss travel so much. Um, where am I excited to go? I'm excited to go to New York City. New York is an absolutely special place for my wife and I. And I think that it's somewhere that we look forward to traveling back to one day. Hopefully we're going to go back in October. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and then I definitely, you know, as it's, you know, 31 degrees today, I don't want to talk about the winter and the cold months, but I look forward to one day going to some tropical destination. And you have that moment where, you know, you're, you're coming from Toronto, it's minus 10, you hop off that plane and you get that, that rush of warm air. Um, so be it Mexico or somewhere else down South, maybe Florida, wherever that is one day, I look forward to that winter destination at some point, uh, somewhere hot and tropical. Amazing. Uh, what show, movie, or podcast are you watching or listening to right now? Ooh, right now, I am an avid listener of The Daily. Uh, I listen to that podcast most mornings when the topic that they're talking about resonates with me. Um, so I'd say The Daily. What are we watching right now? We just finished Luca, Pixar's new uh, movie on Disney+, Plus, which is like an absolutely heartwarming story of, of, of two young boys uh, in Italy, which is obviously also a special place uh, in my heart. Um, so I'd say those are my two, The Daily and, and Luca. Great. And finally, number one thing that you miss about the workplace. Number one thing I miss. The number one thing I miss is coffee talk. I miss... Again, during the pandemic, I have stayed in contact with my colleagues all the time, but be it how our workspace worked in the physical setting, it was 500 people on three floors with like so many different areas to have coffee, enjoy your lunch. And I missed those little spontaneous conversations that I had with people that didn't necessarily work in my team, who quite honestly, I haven't even seen their face in the last 16 months. And these are people who I didn't necessarily work with but I would see here and there. Um, so I miss seeing them and catching up and uh, another reason that I'm excited to go back to the office one day. Absolutely. I feel that we were a small team before the pandemic, but even being able to uh, share coffee and catch someone for a spontaneous collaboration or conversation is definitely uh, harder to replicate on Zoom when you have to send a meeting invite and get a link and wait, wait in a waiting room and all of the joys of virtual teleconferencing that we've come to love over the last year. Uh, Matthew, thank you so much for being our first guest on Spacebar. It's been a pleasure uh, getting to 
have this conversation with you. And I'm sure our listeners will appreciate your insight as well. Um, And I wish you all the best as we navigate the rest of our reopening here in Ontario and everything else. Uh, We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I'd like to thank Matthew Dicker for joining me on this episode of Space Bar and for sharing his insight and opinions on how he's really feeling about returning to work. If you or someone you know would be interested in joining our digital community or coming on the show, reach out to me at space underscore bar at hiloapp.com. Subscribe today and join us at the Space Bar.